Section 25 of Talks About Flowers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Talks About Flowers by Mary Decker Welcome. A Talk About Abutilons. This species is one of the most desirable of hardy wooded plants we possess. They are admirable for the house, for the balcony, the piazza, or the border, being handsome in foliage and very graceful and beautiful in flowers. Some are stately, others dwarf, some are flexible and drooping. We have had for several years three that we have greatly admired for their variegated leaves, especially for the winter window garden, where they compensate for the scarcity of flowers by the brilliancy of their foliage, yellow and green, finely mottled and marbled. Duke de Malakoff is stately, and by cutting off the top of the main stalk, it is made to branch out very largely, forming a miniature tree. It grows very rapidly, and its leaves are like the maple in form, which has led many to call the plant flowering maple. But this is not correct, as it is not a maple at all, but an abutilon. Some of the leaves on one only a year old measure seven inches across, and eight and a half in length in the older plant they are not so large thomsoni much resembles malakoff but its markings are not so handsome the green is darker and predominates over the yellow so far as my observation extends but it is a more abundant bloomer flowers are orange color i have vainly searched through many catalogues to find the color of the duke de malakoff blossom but all are silent it is not even said that they flower at all but my four-year-old one had one bud last year, which unfortunately blighted. The yearling has one bud, and I hope it will live and afford me the knowledge I have failed to find in books. Malakoff, not variegated, has large orange bells striped with brown. My other variegated abutilons are of trailing habit. Mesopotamicum is very graceful. One droops over the side and climbs and twines around the cords of a large hanging pot for which it is admirably adapted. Its small, pendant blossoms, crimson and yellow, growing profusely along the slender branches, drooping among the elegantly marbled foliage, give this variety a very attractive charm. Another is trained to a pot trellis, and is very beautiful in this form. We advise everyone to add this variety to their collection. Pictum is very similar in every respect. The leaves are darker and not so variegated. They require a strong light to bring out their markings, and hence are more perfect in beauty when bedded out in the garden, where they can have plenty of sunshine. Boule de Neige, fairy bell, has long been a favorite for its pure white bells and constancy of bloom. A splendid winter bloomer, John Hopkins, with its rich, dark, glossy leaves and golden flowers, has superseded the old pearl door, which was for a time the only real yellow. Darwinai is one of my favorites. The flowers are more spreading than any other variety, opening like a parasol, color orange-scarlet veined with pink. It blossoms very profusely and when only a few inches in height. The flowers are large and well-formed and borne in clusters rather than singly, like many older sorts. This variety was cross-fertilized with Santana, crimson flower, and as a result we have Darwinii tessellatum, combining the variegated foliage of Thomsoni 
with the free-blooming qualities of darwini the improvements by hybridizing have been very great within a few years and many new varieties have been sent out one of these is roseum superbum the flowers of which are of a rich rose color veined with a delicate pink very free bloomer venison we find only in an english catalogue the magnificent blooms of this variety place it at the top of all the abutilons although it is of tall growth its beautiful palm-shaped leaves and gorgeous flowers make it invaluable for crossing and for conservatories h cannell among the new and valuable novelties of american origin are arthur belsham robert george j h skinner and joseph hill these have been three years before the public and mr john thorpe a well-known popular florist of queens new york says of them we have not amongst all the flowering abutilons such fine varieties as these i have had plants between five and six feet high pyramidal shape and literally covered with flowers they originated with messrs leeds and company of richmond indiana who make quite a specialty of new seedling abutilons and this year offer four of new shades and colors a g porter flowers of a beautiful lavender color delicately suffused with a light shade of rosy pink and handsomely veined with magenta forming a flower of magnificent color and shape a very free bloomer a cross between boule de neige and rosa flora with the habit and growth of boule de neige little beauty a very dwarf grower having a short compact symmetrical bush which is completely covered with its medium-sized but well-shaped flowers of a very light salmon color beautifully veined with rosy carmine it blooms in clusters and when in full bloom makes a remarkably fine appearance a cross between rosa flora and darwini n b stover a low compact grower flowers large and well formed almost covering the bush color rich ponceau finely veined with carmine a decided novelty being a new color among abutilons dr rapples light orange salmon veined with crimson one of the most attractive in the set a new abutilon a decided novelty in color comes to us from the home for flowers swanley england sent with other choice plants by henry cannell and son it is thus described in his floral guide firefly swanley red by far the highest and brightest color of all the family habit dwarf and one of the freest bloomers throwing flowers out on strong footstalks of the finest shape certainly one of the noblest and when grown in a pot it flowers all the winter and all the summer when planted out and forms one of the best flowering shrubs that we possess parentage of this flower mr george states that he sometimes since flowered a small red variety which had a very lively shade of color and determining to make this a seed parent it occurred to him to use on it the pollen of the single deep color hibiscus which like the abutilon is included in the natural order malfaceae mr george thinks the fine color seen in his new variety firefly is due to this happy inspiration of color the gardener's chronicle has this paragraph respecting firefly a red abutilon one of a batch of recent seedlings raised by mr j george of putney heath well deserves the foregoing appellation the flowers are of large size and of a much greater depth and vividness of color than that possessed by any variety in the chiswick collection 
it has been provisionally named firefly and we believe the stock has passed into the hands of h cannell and son of swanley for distribution a writer in vick's magazine describes a method of training the abutilon that must we think be a very attractive one a pretty plant may be obtained by inarching abutilon mesopotamicum upon abutilon darwinii or some other strong growing variety and training it so as to form an umbrella head which can easily be done the stock for this purpose should be about five or six feet high grown in this way it produces an abundance of bloom and the flowers being elevated are seen in all their beauty if abutilon mesopotamicum is inarched upon abutilon thompsoni the result will be abutilon mesopotamicum variegatum a well-formed plant of this on a stock about five feet high is one of the finest of plants whether in blossom or not it is always adapted for decorative or exhibition purposes care must be taken at all times to keep them tied to stakes as they are liable to be broken off by the wind abutilons are apt to be infested by the red spider if kept in too dry an atmosphere and not frequently sprayed moisture is death to this pest but as it makes its home on the underside of the leaf it is too often overlooked until it has destroyed the vitality of the foliage recently i found that my large duke to malakoff looked sickly and i concluded it had become root-bound a few days later i noticed brown spots thickly covering the bark i removed one and on examining the underside through a microscope i saw several tiny insects moving about i decided that my plant was troubled with the scale of which i had often read but never seen i made a strong solution of soap suds and with a sponge quite easily removed all of the pests in bedding out abutilons it is better to have them in pots plugging the hole or setting the pot on a stone or piece of brick so that the roots may not go astray for if plunged directly in the ground they throw out many roots and the plant becomes too large for repotting to advantage if however they are planted in the earth in august they should be cut around the stock so as to bring the roots within due bounds and the plant can be pruned in the autumn this method is applicable to all strong plants that run largely to roots they should be cut off sufficiently to leave only a ball of earth of convenient size to set in the pot when the plant is transplanted End of section 26